Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. So today, um, I know last week we talked about you know Christmas movies you guys should watch. Um, we're going to jump back in here today with an um, interesting episode. So just to let you guys know, uh, Aurora will be uh, going down with me to uh, Disney. So our family is taking a Disney trip this time next week. Uh, I will be flying out on Tuesday next week to head to Disney, and uh, hopefully we can have some various updates, things like that, for you guys um, of Aurora and her trip to Disney. Um, you know, check out our Facebook stuff like that uh, for her time down there. For those of you who don't know, Aurora is the three-year-old dachshund on the cover art of the podcast. Uh, she is going to us. We're staying at the Art of Animation Hotel. It should be a great time uh, for the entire family to get down there uh, and come back just in time for the holidays. Um, we will preface this again. Uh, Aurora and I are official travel agents. Uh, we are official travel agents specializing in Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Caribbean, uh, Royal Caribbean, uh, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resorts. So feel free to reach out to us for your next trip. Uh, it's never too early to make your next set of magical memories. Um, so reach out to us if you're looking to book a trip or, or plan. Uh, right now, I can tell you that you know Disney is really, really booked. Um, <laughs> you know, all of January and February are pretty much booked at this point. Um, March is starting to book up. Uh, so things book pretty far in advance. And if you want to get you know the right reservations, if you want to get the right uh, hotel resorts and things like that. You need to start planning now. Um, and you, you don't, the deposit's very minimal that you have to put down. So it's not like you have to, you know, front everything right away. So feel free to reach out to us. Um, but yeah, with that being said, we'll go ahead and jump into uh, some of today's topics. The big thing we're going to talk about here in a little bit is um, Marvel. And we're going to talk about, you know, can Disney do Marvel justice? Can they, can they really do some Disney characters justice because I worry that especially with some of the announcements recently of you know certain characters they're bringing in the MCU characters they brought in the MCU are those characters really going to be done right and we don't know we don't know 100% because um, Disney has not really had to balance this route very well um, and we'll go ahead and jump into that in a second. Just wanted to let you know that's going to be the main thing that we talk about today. But we did want to give you a couple updates before we get into that. First off, Amazon's Lord of the Rings show, um, it, it will be coming to Amazon. We're, we're excited for that. I think everybody's excited out there to see kind of what they do and, and how good they do with it. However, um, there are absolutely no returning cast members. Uh, for this show now some of this makes sense you know this is a this is a prequel series this is something that you know <laughs> we we can't sit there and expect you know Frodo and them to be a part of it because of the time period that this is taking place in however there are characters like some of the elves and things like that that it would be awesome if we would at least be able to see them it would tie it back in with the Lord of the Rings franchise um I, I do worry about that. I do worry about that a bit. It shouldn't be too cumbersome for them to be able to get, you know, a couple of faces that are familiar to us because that's what ties it in. That's what brings it back around full scale to, oh, this is what I love, right? For those Lord of the Rings fans. And if they don't do that, uh, they're could be a disconnect. There could be a disconnect where, oh, okay, this is just, you know, a medieval television show. Uh, I, I don't know. 
I mean, to me, it's it's something that I I would have prioritized that. I would have made sure that we had you know at least a couple of elves that we are familiar with be participant in this series. But we have been told that there will be no returning actors. So you know, take that with whatever your grain of salt you want. Um, you know, think about it however you'd like to. I I do worry about it a little bit, but. That's that's the news that we got today from it, or, or a little while back that we got from it. But wanted to let you guys know about that if you weren't aware. Next, we're covering, well, we're talking about Harry Potter news, okay? Harry Potter news right now is, you know, HBO Max is having a Harry Potter reunion special, okay? They're bringing back uh, a lot of cast members, things like that. There's plenty of people on the guest list to come to the event, things like that, Um it's it's great. It's a great event. It's a great opportunity to really you know kind of spur up some uh, wizarding world news because right now I'll tell you guys right now like there's not a lot of news. There's not a lot of things going on with Harry Potter right now, and it's been dead for quite a while now. Um, I, I just it, there's been such a long time without. Um, without anything new Harry Potter, you know, especially because some of the delays with COVID and things like that. I get it. Fantastic Beasts has been pushed back, but it has felt like a very, very, very long time, you know, that we've had to do without this. Uh, so it's good that we are getting it. However, there's a lot of controversy around it, guys. So like I said, there's plenty of people on the guest list, plenty of people going, participating in this. However, the creator of Harry Potter herself, J.K. Rowling, will not be present. Okay. This is going to be a larger and larger issue as time goes on. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about all of you that are aware. She's She has made comments about, you know, uh, being against uh, transgender uh, people, things like that. So... Those comments have really caused uh, some negative impact uh, to her image, her brand. Um, now, here's the thing. I think it's very, very interesting because I don't think that it has impacted Harry Potter. I don't think it's impacted the Harry Potter brand because people love Harry Potter so much that they... I, I haven't seen where people are disgusted with Harry Potter at this point. People are not going away from the Harry Potter brand. So they're still supporting her work, but they're not supporting her. They, they, they are against her. Okay. So it's very personal the way people are viewing it because they want to dissociate her brand from, uh, you know, the Harry Potter brand, which is weird to me because you would think that people would associate, okay, she made Harry Potter. Okay, well, I hate Harry Potter now. But it, that's not really happening on, I mean, yes, it's happening in some situations, but it's not happening on the scale that, you know, we would anticipate uh, that or that you would anticipate from, you know, other things like this that have happened. Um, you know, typically if there's, uh, an owner of a team that does something wrong or whatever. I mean, that team gets you know some backlash. I mean, heck, even the Washington football team, they, they've got fans that you know didn't go to games and things like that because of uh, what their owner had done uh, from the NFL side of things. So 
it is very interesting um very interesting to see how you know people are reacting to her comments and how they still continue to react to her comments now like i said she is not on the guest list she will not be there there is no official reason no one has said as to why she is not there and that is fine um you know i I think most people know and most people are aware that it's probably because of this overlooming big issue you know some people are trying to shove it under the rug and say oh she's just really busy she has a lot of things that she does, a lot of projects she works on, and so she's very busy. It, yes, yes, but at the same time, I don't know how true that you can say that it is. Um, you know, I mean, we're not stupid. Don't treat us like Disney treats us when, you know, they shove their CEO uh, out of a, an event because they don't want him to get booed off stage. Like, don't treat us like that. Tell us the actual reason. And they haven't given us any reason, so that's fine. It's not like they're trying to BS us and lie. But um, it's just interesting to see how that folds playing out. But again, this will become a bigger and bigger issue as things go on. I don't see how Harry Potter content, Harry Potter... Um, itself can continue to grow and develop new stories new plots new television shows new movies things like that. i don't see how it can continue doing that if you're totally going to exile the creator at some point there will become a budding of heads there will become a clash of money hitting each other uh, where someone's got to look at ending this whether she gets bought out of this and she sells everything to someone or someone or, or she pays to get it all back or doesn't renew contracts or whatever in licensing deals like at some point it's going to come to a head because you can't just take the creator out of it i mean maybe maybe it works out that way but i can't see how that will continue to work if it gets bigger and bigger i i just don't understand it i don't see it i think there's gonna be so much more backlash the longer that she's involved heavily on new contents and things like that because she is she's always heavily involved in any content anything that's going on she wants to be involved and engaged but people are going to have backlash for the brand if she continues to do that so i think it could bleed over into people rejecting harry potter later on so i don't know just interesting to think about um yeah so with that we will move on to so the, the bigger news we're talking about here, which is the MCU and Disney, uh, we're going to be talking about can Disney can Disney really do <laughs> can Disney really do um, Marvel the right way? Can they really do Marvel? Okay, and so what we say by this is because in comic books, the world of comic books. The, the reason why comic books is such a huge industry and the reason why comics has been such an amazing industry ever since it started is because comics give people the chance to the chance to see every alternate option that there is about characters okay comics has set up the stage of yes this is for instance, Batman. This is Batman's backstory. This is who he is. This is what he does. This is how he got to be Batman and blah, 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 blah. This is his main story arc. However, 
comics has like I know you know we do what if scenarios on the show. I know Disney started doing after we started doing what if scenarios uh, for Marvel. But that is what comics is. Comics is the way that people have been able to see characters, see storylines altered and changed and get different versions of things. And what happens if this occurs? What happens if this happens at this time instead of this? Comics has always done an amazing job at that. They have entire spin-off series about it where, you know, it's a Flashpoint series and now you're continuing to go through the Flashpoint era where Batman's completely different and Superman's completely different. Like all this stuff is really interesting when it comes to comics because it is not set it's set in stone, but the people who read the comics, who understand comics, understand that any possibility is out there and we can explore it and we can see it and we can challenge it and that's awesome, right? That's why people love comics. Now taking that and understanding Disney and what they're doing right now, they are starting to venture into that. It becomes very very challenging once you get into cinema. Once you get into films and television shows, that becomes very difficult to do and help people understand, oh, this happens, but oh, it's in a different timeline or in a different world or this is the like it gets confusing for a lot of people. Some people don't have challenges with this. That's why a lot of people love comics, but the people that can't get into comics, don't understand comics. Like one of the big things is because there's no continuity with all the storylines and stuff. One day you're reading about, you know, Superman and he's, you know, uh, a white individual. Um, and next day he's, he's black in a comic or, you know, um, Thor is a guy and everyone knows Thor is a man. Well, no, Thor is a woman now. And so it, that gets confusing. It, it gets to be, wow, that's just too much. It's too complicated. I don't want to deal with it. And that's the way a lot of people are. And so when Marvel starts, when Disney and Marvel start to get into this whole multiverse thing, uh, cause they're already getting into it with the films now with the new Spider-Man film, how are they going to balance that? How are they going to keep from confusing fans? How are they going to keep them engaged in understanding that, yes, this happened on an alternate timeline, but we're not going to make this overwhelming. We're not going to confuse you. Okay. One of the biggest aspects that we see being a huge problem is the darker side of Marvel. Just like we said, in comics, everything can be different and people understand it. Well, the MCU has painted a certain picture of how things are and how things go and what the world's like. They have not showcased a lot of darkness into the MCU. Now, yes, they've they have they have incorporated some dark characters recently. They have incorporated, you know, uh, for instance, Deadpool and Venom. They're now both officially like a part of the MCU, right? But what does that really mean? It doesn't mean that much because we haven't seen Deadpool in a non-Deadpool film. We haven't seen Venom in a non-Venom film. So what is going to happen? How is it that Venom, the way that we have been accustomed to over the last couple movies with him, how is it that he can interact with Spider-Man now? Because his entire image, his entire, the entire persona of the world he's in is so much darker, so much darker than the MCU's world that they've built with Tom Holland. So how does that happen 
where it's going to work correctly on film. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be very challenging. Deadpool, with all the vulgarity and the sexual content and things like that that Deadpool has, how can that work? It it can't. It that that cannot work. So they're going to have to change things and alter things. And in doing so, you take away from the what the fan base currently has that they like about the content. Okay? So can they do it correctly? I don't know. I'm very concerned about this. They just announced that Daredevil will be returning to the MCU and it will be Charlie Cox playing him who played him in Netflix, which I absolutely love. I am such a huge fan. I think it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But are they really going to be able to bring the Kingpin back in the right light? Is he going to be because there's a disconnect? So, you know, say that they change change the character of Kingpin to a different actor. Now there's a disconnect because you saw a different actor in one series and now you don't in another. Okay, and then say they do change, they don't change the actor. Okay, well that portrayal was very a very very dark individual in the Netflix version of Daredevil. It's a very dark individual, very gory, a lot of mental instability issues going on with this individual. And I don't think they can bring that to the MCU. I don't think they can because there goes taking away the biggest piece to your brand is the family-friendly environment, family-friendly atmosphere. So this is something that I... I don't necessarily foresee it continuing to be a problem. I think they'll find a balance, but they could really mess up some of this stuff. Characters like Daredevil, Punisher, Venom, Deadpool, Ghost Rider. I mean, the list can go on and on about characters that are dark in Marvel. And that's why fans love those characters, because it's not just the stereotypical. Batman does a great job of balancing dark with light and that's why people love him so much those types of fans have not been introduced into marvel that much right now and bringing in some of these characters venom deadpool daredevil those characters can help to bring over some of those fans that do like a little bit of the darker side they can bring them over into the mcu but can you do it right to where they don't get pissed off that is the question because ultimately Disney makes the most amount of revenue. Their biggest amount of revenue they make is off the theme parks. Point blank. I don't care about these movies. Yeah, they're pumping out movies left and right, but they make more money from the Disney theme parks than they do the movies. And so because of that, <laughs> because of that, think about it. They have to invest in what's making them money. So they're not going to jeopardize that. They're not going to jeopardize the family-friendly environment that they have in the parks because they have a Marvel area. They have a Guardians of the Galaxy area coming to Disney World. Like they have these areas in the parks that people flock to see these areas and see these characters and things going on. They can't jeopardize that by making it dark and pulling fans away from it now. So it will be a very interesting balance is what I'm saying. How are they going to do it? I don't know. Um, it, I think they can, like I said, I think they can, but it's gonna be challenging. Um, I don't think they can do it with Deadpool. If they're able to introduce Deadpool successfully into the MCU, into another film of someone else, it is because they have toned down Deadpool to the point where fans of the Deadpool movies won't enjoy him anymore. It's just point blank. Venom, I don't know. Can they do it? Can they make it where 
you know his darkness and stuff is so much uh, there's so much humor that goes along with his dark side and things like that if can they do that maybe it's a better chance of doing a deadpool um a daredevil i think they can do it I think they can do that. Cherry, uh, Charlie Cox's portrayal of Daredevil wasn't like super dark. Uh, Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, was the darker thing uh, when it comes to that, and that's going to be the bigger challenge for them. But I think they can definitely accommodate Charlie Cox's character to Daredevil um, in the MCU. I don't think that's going to be too big of a problem. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. They are coming out with this Morbius um, movie. You know, the the Morbius movie. Um, you know where he's a vampire and that looks to be pretty dark uh so so that's something where it's another dark movie and is really going to be incorporated into the rest of the mcu later on i don't know and how do they do it right um you know x-men star halle berry wants to return as storm in the mcu okay here's the question how do they do that how do they do that? She's an amazing star. She'd definitely be a great uh, profile to be added to the MCU. I think people would would agree on that. But how do you do it correctly? <laughs> how do you do it where you understand, you know, that character being the same character? Like, I mean, she's not that dark of a character. She's, you know, she was a, a good good individual character that didn't have too dark of a side i think halle berry would make ton of sense like she'd be perfect to bring back into this but for a character like wolverine he's got some grittiness he's got he's got things about him that how do you how do you do that how do you do that you know um i don't know they're doing a punisher um you know a 98 film has been brought back from the dead the punisher uh 1989 um, yeah, that's, that's a film that's coming back up in Netflix. Um, so how do, how do you bring the Punisher in? Cause he is very dark, very dark when it comes to it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it will be interesting to see how it goes. Um, you know, but like I said, Halle Berry makes sense. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. There are definitely dark things for him. How do you bring that in? I don't think you'll get Hugh Jackman. If we do get Hugh Jackman, I don't think it's going to look the same as it has uh so so that's something that you know we could be we could be worried about um but one thing i will also mention here is that um dark horse comics um is is going to be they're looking to sell their subsidiary uh the the hellboy creators are apparently looking to sell their subsidiary dark horse entertainment this this is very big. This is very big, guys. Um, Dark Horse Comics has a ton of things that they do, and they do well. And some of it is pretty dang big, okay? Um, so they're looking to sell. They're looking to sell off their comics, you know, their, their rights and things to that. Um... If they do, I mean, who's going to buy it? Is it going to be Disney? Is it going to be Hulu? Is it going to be Netflix? Now, Dark Horse typically has darker comics. They typically have things that are a little bit more out there. I don't see Disney being a perfect fit for this, although they could do it just to keep someone else from getting it. But, you know, they they do have some great content. The Umbrella Academy, one of those that's that's been an upcoming franchise for a little bit there, a TV show. Uh, Hellboy it has done multiple films and, and done well with them. The Mask, 
um, is one of them. You know, obviously you guys know the one with Jim Carrey in the past, but The Mask, they did a comic series of that. And, and there's so much more. Um, so who knows? Uh, you know, now it, they should note that Dark Horse Entertainment um, is looking to sell, they're looking to sell Dark Horse Entertainment to a major Hollywood banner or an iconic streaming platform like Hulu, Netflix, Disney+. Plus. Um, and ultimately, this would give them the exclusive rights to Disney IPs or, or to Dark Horse IPs. Um, you know, Dark Horse Entertainment did make a deal with Netflix for two seasons of The Umbrella Academy. Um, and like I said, that's been doing pretty well. Uh, it starred Elliot Page um, in, in that. And so that, that was the big name that, that came with it. Um, a third season's planned for next year for that. So Netflix, I think to me makes the most sense, but at the same time, you know, do we want to see Netflix do it? Because Netflix has done some things not the right way when they get a hold of it. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we want to see. I don't want to know, or I don't know how we want to have this go about. This could be interesting to me if Comcast got in the play and Universal got in the play of this and helped to bolster up a little bit more of their comic book um, lineups that they could build on in their parks um, because ultimately at some point they're going to get rid of the Marvel area. Um, at least I think they will. So it would be interesting. You know, they did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, looks like they did some Avatar comics things for Disney, I, I think. Not 100% sure, but I think. Um, so it will be interesting to see how that goes with Dark Horse uh, looking to sell their comic line. Um, or their Dark Horse Entertainment looking to sell it off. But yeah, with that being said, we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode. You know, what do you guys think? Um, do you think Disney can do dark well? Do you think they can do it well enough to incorporate, you know, some of these characters like Daredevil, a Ghost Rider, Punisher, um, you know, Venom? Like, can they really take these characters and put them into you know, and, and really put them into the MCU and make it work. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Blade does. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he's incorporated. But do you think they can actually pull it off and do it the right way? Um, we have our concerns here, but it's all exciting. It's all exciting to get new, good content out there uh, for Marvel and uh you know their characters because we do want to see more and more of it and it's been a little bit hectic and chaotic lately so love to see things get a little bit more streamlined there but thank you guys so much really appreciate it again we will be in disney we'll continue to do the podcast um you know while we're there i believe i don't think we're going to have an issue with it but um yeah aurora and i again we are travel travel agents specializing in disney universal royal caribbean carnival cruise line sea world sandals resorts so reach out to us for your next set of magical trips uh magical memories uh, it's never too early to make your next set of memories or to start planning it so thank you guys so much really appreciate it and we'll talk to you again next week